Welcome to the Expedition Marriage Podcast. We're Chris and Jamie Bailey. We're married, we're Christian counselors, and we're marriage coaches. We're here because we want to help you have what we have, a God-centered, fun, connected marriage filled with friendship and laughter. And we know what God has done for us, and we trust that He can do the same thing for you. So, no matter where you're at in your marriage, join us as we share biblical truth, practical tips, and lots of laughs along the way. Get ready, because we're going to help you. Enjoy the journey. Hey, welcome to the podcast. And we have something I think is kind of fun. Yeah, for you. <laughs> Maybe for me, but it's 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 a new type of information. Ah, it's not that new, but it's information. Yeah, the 90s. The early 90s has yeah. been around, so. But it, you know, not a lot of people know about it. Right. And so it's it's kind of fun for me to, you know, or it's fun for us, I but guess. But is it really? It is, is. it really fun well, for no, you? <laughs> it's fun to have this information yeah. to then share with people and it could be very eye-opening. Mm-hmm. to them where they are like they're like what really yeah. wow yeah the marriages that are mm-hmm. affected by this it's a big deal when you learn about it right and it's it's highly sensitive personality because mm-hmm. i'm gonna go out on a limb and suggest that there might be some marriages out there that have an idea that mm-hmm. one of the persons um highly sensitive but it m- if not you will know by the end of this episode <laughs> sure. well mm-hmm. i'm thinking it's more of a more of a derogatory you're too mm-hmm. sensitive. Yeah. Everything bothers you and all that, not knowing that it's a real thing. It's an issue. Yeah. And it doesn't affect a whole lot of people. We're talking mm-hmm. about something that affects 15 to 20% of the population. Mm-hmm. So it's not a, a large majority of, of people that are affected by this. And it's not a diagnosis or anything. No, no. It's not a disorder. It's just a, a wiring. Yeah, it's a sensory processing sensitivity. Mm-hmm. That's Ooh. what this is. I know, big words. Going to sure. pull big words on you. But we don't want you to think that there is something wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with these people who are highly sensitive. It's a personality trait that they have. And guess what, you, you guys? I have it. Mm-hmm. I am a highly sensitive person. And just like we were talking about in the beginning, that it can be life change, life changing in your marriage. Oh my word. It can be <laughs> life changing. Sure. For me as an individual, understanding why I'm like this was huge. And clients that I've worked with, when I suspect that they're in this category, it's always been life changing because mm-hmm. it's one of those things that Oh my word, I make sense now. Oh yeah. I make sense now. And so let's talk about what being highly sensitive means. Mm -hmm. At its core, you're kind of overstimulated easily. Right. And this Mm -hmm. is also, this isn't a negative thing like we were saying. No. This trait comes with a superpower, Mm -hmm. but it also comes with some difficulty. Well, sometimes the superpower could be an inconvenience. That's right. You know, (laughs) but we're able to see, we're sensitive to way more than 80% of the population is. Mm -hmm. We're picking up on things. We are more highly empathetic. Sure than the other 80% of the population. And so that is a real gift Mm -hmm. to be able to enter into a relationship and know, you know what, something's off here. This person might need some help or I have more insight here. A lot of people who have highly sensitive personality trait, they're actually in the caregiving industry. A lot of them are counselors. They're people helpers. Yeah, which is a great thing to have. Yes. And so it's wonderful to be able to feel the emotions of another, Mm -hmm. but it's also horrible to be able to feel the emotions of another. Well, it certainly explains why certain commercials 
might mm-hmm. uh, cause certain reactions. Yes. You know, <laughs> yeah. Cry, well, I will be at, at a Hallmark. race if there's a race oh. and people are coming through the finish line. I don't even know these people, but everybody clapping for them. I'm standing there crying on the sidelines because I'm so proud of this complete stranger who I have no idea who he is. And everybody's <laughs> clapping and I'm emotionally overwhelmed by that. Sure. Well, you're even shows and, and movies with violence mm-hmm. and all that. Can't do it. Right. It's too much. Yeah. Because there's too much empathy that goes on there. And guys, this is something that's happening in the brain. It's in the ventromedial prefrontal cortex. Yeah. There you go. Hey, there's some there's some fancy <laughs> you, fancy science there for you. Uh, yeah, it, you it, had to one-up my sensory processing uh, yeah. <laughs> sensitivity. <laughs> well, it hooks into the emotions. Mm-hmm. And, and so you process the sensory data with this emotional regulation area Mm-hmm. And so it turns up the vividness. Yes. You don't, so the, it's like turning the volume to 11. Yeah. And mm-hmm. here, let's go over some of the traits to it real quickly. You have a higher awareness to the moods of others. Mm-hmm. You can read into people's expressions. Yep. And so, and not only do you have an awareness to them, you begin to start feeling them yourself. Oh yeah. Well, you don't know, talk about mirror neurons. Yeah, and I know I can't take a picture of somebody else without smiling myself behind (laughs) the camera because I become them. They Mm -hmm. they will morph over into my own experience. Well, sure. I mean, because the mirror neurons are actually more active. Mm-hmm. So you know, if they when they've done brain imaging, there is higher activity in this area. So the social and emotional, it's just it's all cooking in there. Yes, and so it's very overwhelming. And mm-hmm. you know, we could be asked a question by somebody, and the average person will have like one thought to that. Right. The average highly sensitive person will have about ten. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> it's rapid fire going off in our brain and focusing is a little bit harder. And we have all that increased empathy and our surroundings matter. Sure. Lights, sounds, and smells. Right. Like Pe- you remember that being an issue for me. People, I have not been able to eat a meatball sub oh, since mm. 1997. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so. they're so stinky. They are so stinky. They're so I'm delicious. Always, but I am always smelling all- things that nobody else can smell. <laughs> I mean, we're not just talking about when I'm eating it. We're talking about I could have had oh, it days. for lunch. Days. And then at, at the next day, she's like, oh, I can still smell that sub. <laughs> I hate it. I will send him outside. It's really bad. I really have, have banned him from eating meatball subs. It is, it's disgusting. It's so strong. But sounds, mm-hmm. sounds are a big thing. Yeah, a lot of noise, a lot of loud noises and things like that. Or even just having that consistent or constant noise in the background. Because mm-hmm. there's people who will do that. People who like to have the TV going and maybe Mm-mm. the radio going or, or, or I guess radio. That that ages me. Radio. <laughs> or, or they're streaming. <laughs> right? radio. And, and they might have a couple different things going on. And that just adds to that sensory. Yeah. And so it creates chaos. And it you get overwhelmed, overwhelmed frequently. Mm-hmm. And, and that kind of creates the need. You need to be alone a lot. Right. And And already 70% of HSP people are introverts. Right. So we are kind of predispositioned a little bit for that. And so that does go hand in hand. But with all this overwhelm and all this sensory overload, you do want, you're craving time to decompress and just to get alone. Sure. And unfortunately, that usually comes in the form of numbing out. 
That's yes. the, that's the preferred. You're self-care. gonna call me out like that. You're just gonna <laughs> right there. Go ahead. Well, just you know, just HSP. So no, you, you're not wrong. Yeah, I'm not wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes spouses will look that at that as a negative because they don't understand it. You're always just over there. You're on your on your device per chance, right? Mm-hmm. That numbing out. Yeah, because I'm trying to find a distraction. I'm right. trying to find. I'm trying to own. get out of my environment and out of my head. Oh sure, and we know that devices create dopamine, and mm-hmm. that dopamine is a reward chemical that actually helps from being over stimulated. Mm-hmm. So it helps prevent that burnout that HSPs can get. Yeah. And, and it does. And it's also a reason why it's not uncommon for the HSPs to like nature. Mm-hmm. Get it, and there, I don't know if there's anything that fuels me more than being outside. Right. Then nature. And then that's why you actually bought me a convertible for this reason. (laughs) We rented one on vacation. He surprised me. This backfired bad on him. We went on vacation. He rented a convertible and I love driving the sun in my face, the wind blowing. It is, it is perfect. And I loved it so much that you got me one. Yeah, I sold my truck and got you a convertible. Yes, yes. Husband of the year right there. <laughs> and that is part of why we're talking about this. Not so all the wives get convertibles, but that can be a thing too. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, but because that was a way for you to help me out here. Mm-hmm. We'll help to get some of that white space. Yes. You know, just white be... space is needed. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And, th- and that's why things like nature and the beach or... Or, you know, wherever you're at, it, it allows for that, just that harmony. Yes. Is that the yes. Right? That is the right word. That yeah. is the right word. Yes. That's it a does. Word. It does affect our brains. I mean, there is a, mm-hmm. there is a need for that in all of us. Yeah. But certainly for people who are more stimulated. Right. And so those are some of the traits to it. Now, how does this play out in marriage? <laughs> well, highly sensitive people tend to get overwhelmed and irritable and angsty much faster. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we just think of the term overwhelmed. Yes. I mean, it's like if you've got a cup and it's overflowing, you're not putting new stuff into it. And that hot liquid, and because uh, I'm thinking of a coffee cup now, um, <laughs> welcome to inside my, my brain, <laughs> um, that hot liquid is overflowing. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, there's going to be some spillage. There's going to be some, right. s- some steamy liquid touching people and, and that agitation affecting the people around it. Right. And so it, this absolutely does play into marriage. Now, it doesn't resolve me. I don't get to just say, here's my HSP card, so <laughs> deal with it, you know, because you do want to learn to work with that. Mm-hmm. But what can happen, this is, and keeping in mind that you're likely married to somebody who is not highly sensitive, I don't know how common it is that you would have two in a marriage that would probably go a little smoother if the house would be quiet and all of that, but it usually doesn't happen that way. But 80% of the population has no idea Mm -hmm. why you're behaving the way you are. Why, why can't you, I'm just whistling and listening to my, my, my radio. I'm just listening with the stereo, stereo. That's not any better. I'm just listening with music on in the background. They have no idea why that is driving you absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Fingers tapping, doing all of that stuff. Twitching. Yes. It's insanity. It's too much movement. It's too much noise. And there were days where I would be cooking in the kitchen. Toddlers are playing around. (laughs) I'm doing spaghetti, whatever it is and the oven fans on and I am about to lose my mind. Well, and this is where it's beneficial for me mm-hmm. to know that, right? For not only for you to understand that it's a thing, that it this is how it affects you and this is the kind of things that, that are going to be a result of being overstimulated, of having the noise. And so 
what would normally have played out is you've got these this things going on and mm-hmm. this noise and all that, and then you're overwhelmed and you're agitated and so you're very snippy. And so I don't want to enter into that because mm-hmm. it feels like you're you know snippy at me. Uh, well, you're snippy at me, but it feels like you're irritated. <laughs> Probably because I am. Because you are. But it feels like you're irritated mm-hmm. at me, right? I'm the cause. And so I'm, I'm not looking to help. But then once I understood that's a thing, understood. The environment right, it was, was the, environment. the cause. Uh, it, was, it was great, people. I walked up <laughs> to Jamie. She's all overwhelmed and agitated. And she was just had this look in her eye like, what are you even walking close to me for? <laughs> I reached past her shoulder to the, the stove vent um, the fan, the fan, what mm-hmm. the exhaust vent fan, and I turned it off. And as the fan, you know, went from the you could really just see it in Jamie's expression. <laughs> just her overall effect was all tight and tense, and then just relaxed at the same pace because of that noise. The quieter. fan, and actually, after the fan completely got quiet, and Jamie's like, "Thank you." <laughs> yes, yes, because little things like that happen. Mm-hmm. And even I think we have a hot tub, and or we did, and um, we'd be in the hot tub, and I love the jets, you feel so good. But my favorite part is right before we get out when I turn the jets off and it goes silent. That, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but that noise, the extra environmental factors are really, really loud in my brain. Mm-hmm. And when we're overwhelmed, most people get a little frantic when they're overwhelmed. Sure, it's harder to focus. It's harder to communicate what's going on. Yes, and so knowing that about your spouse is so beneficial because now you can be a resource to them. But it's not all your spouse's responsibility Mm-mm. either. No. And so you have to know. So if you are someone who is highly sensitive, here are things that you need to do. You need to, first of all, know that. And we're actually going to give you a link to a free assessment. Elaine Aaron, or Aaron, I'm not sure how you say it, is the greatest researcher in all of this. And she's got a great book out there, but she has an online assessment that you can take at hsperson.com. We'll remind you in the end, but that will help you know. Free quiz. Yes, it's a free quiz. (laughs) And they have one for children too. So you can take it for your children if you think that might be a thing for them as well. But once you understand that this is you, you need to take care Mm -hmm. of yourself. You need to recognize because you can't, I can't just be snapping off all the time because I'm overwhelmed. I have a responsibility to create my environment the best way that I can and to know that, you know what, babe, this is overwhelming me. Can you please take the kids? Sure. Can you turn off your radio? Can you please quit whistling? Yeah. We normally look at these things Incorrectly. Which, why do men whistle? That I feel it's, like that needs to be an episode. It, it, it's fun. You guys it, it, poop too much and you whistle all the time. <laughs> what What is happening? I don't know about those two things. We're fun-going, happy people. Um, <laughs> who are but, always on the toilet. Who are, yeah. <laughs> but we don't whistle on the toilet. That's just no, weird. I don't know. Okay. I bet you do. But if, but here's the thing. People people usually look at this part wrong. People think, oh, the same thing keeps happening over and over again. And, and yes, that could be irritating. But it also means you can plan for it. That's right. That's right. So what is it? Consistent? is one of the best uh, compliments because you can plan for it. You can Mm -hmm. adjust. Yeah. And that's what like, I'll give you some little examples in my life, just in general, because you want to do this in your marriage and in your regular life yourself. And this is going to seem ridiculous, but when we go out to a restaurant, if I'm in a crowd, I'm taking on all these stimulations and I'm, I'm taking all this in and it's overwhelming my brain. So you know what I do? I sit in the car and I pull up the menu online. 
I make my decision what I'm going to have. And when I get in there, I no longer need to be overwhelmed by having to look at everybody and all the stuff going on. And I can actually focus. That is a simple way to, to do that. And so you've got to know, you know what, every night when I cook dinner or when this is going on, the kids are crazy. My husband's louder and all that. I need to make arrangements to squelch Mm -hmm. all of that stuff or to accommodate or at the very least, because you can't always control it. I need to know, okay, I've got to take a breather 15 minutes before it's time for dinner and regroup myself and know I'm entering into a loud, chaotic environment and gather myself then, or I need to put AirPods in and do something different. And another noise canceling. Right. And another crazy thing I will do, and some of you, this is going to make you really cringe, but if I'm reading a a book, I will read the end. (laughs) I will go read the end chapter to find out how it turns out. Why? Because I will be stressed out reading if I don't otherwise. Oh yeah. If we watch Survivor and there's a competition. I want to know who wins and then I can watch the show and enjoy it. It's ridiculous. (laughs) I know that's going to drive a lot of you crazy that I do that, but that way I'm not so on edge watching or reading throughout the whole time and like just tell me the winner and now I can enjoy it tell me how it ends but if that's you and that works for you do it do it because we have a responsibility to do what works for us to make our lives and our relationships function better Mm -hmm. because again 80% of the population has no idea what's going on in your head And so you have to have responsibility in it to explain this and to ask for what you need. You're not going to have all these ideal situations rolled out before you. You have to know. But some of you might be having a lot of fighting and a lot of lack of understanding as to what is happening. Why are you freaking out over this? This very well might be the issue. Absolutely. And it's an easy Mm -hmm. one to work around. It's an easy one to understand because that's the key, right? Like that was a game changer for you when you Uh, learned to understand me. Yeah. And as a spouse, then I could offer a gift of peace. Yes. I could see things for what they really were. Like that just makes my shoulders drop now because that is so (laughs) it. Like, yes, I long for peace and crave peace all the time. Well, And that's probably one of the biggest problems with couples in general is we don't know what's really going on. So we're not addressing it for the way it needs to be addressed. You're reacting very differently Mm -hmm. because a lot of my agitation would come across as you being the perpetrator sure. mm-hmm. and you weren't it's my environment it was just too loud it was too chaotic clutter was over i was being bothered by outside influences and it wasn't you at all mm-hmm. and you can come in and help me out like so easily with that so we want you to go if this is ringing a bell with you or if it's sounding <laughs> like you know what that's like us go to hsperson.com Take the free quiz, see if it's you, buy her book. We don't get anything from that. We're just giving you a good resource because really, highly sensitive or not, learning to listen and understand yourself and one another is what's always going to help you. Enjoy the journey.